word this morning is 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Read a couple verses of scripture before we get started. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, starting in verse 10. We're going to read to the end of the chapter this morning. 1 Corinthians 3, starting in verse 10. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Let no man deceive himself in any let, if any man among you seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he may be wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God, for it is written, He taketh the wise in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knoweth the thoughts of the wise, that they are vain. Therefore, let no man glory in men, for all things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or things present. Or things to come, all are yours, and ye are Christ, and Christ is God's. And I want to go back to verse 9. We didn't read that, but I want to read the end of that scripture. Ye are God's building. Verse 10, but let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. And verse 16, know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. Amen. Before we go to the to the preaching, let's all pray that the Lord would help us this morning to be receptive of the, the word. Lord, we thank you, Jesus, for everything you've done for us, Lord. The atmosphere that is here this morning, Lord, we feel your presence, Lord, so strong, God. And we're thankful, Lord, we've done nothing to deserve what you've given us. But, Lord, we're thankful for it, Lord. And we pray that you would move in here, Lord, in a mighty way this morning, God. Lord, that you would touch somebody's life. Lord, that you would touch my life. God, that you would help me, Lord, to be different. Lord, that you would help this church to be different, Lord, and help us, God, to know your word. Lord, know your voice, God, and to be closer to you, Jesus. We pray, Lord, all these things that you would open our ears here this morning, Lord, for the word that's coming forth, Lord, and we pray that you would just move in this house, Jesus. In your name we pray, amen. You may be seated this morning. Amen. Quality is the standard of something as measured against other things of a similar kind. Amen. I'm preaching on the quality of the temple. Quality temple. I forgot to say that. So quality can be uh, measured against other things of a similar kind. You can find off-brand items as opposed to the real brand, right? Quality versus price. Uh, you can look at Cocoa Pebbles. And then you can look at dino bites, right? There's a difference, amen. There are some things that you don't trade off 
for the off-brand. Dr. Pepper is so much better than Dr. Thunder. Amen. There are some things that the, the name brand is worth buying for, the quality that you're receiving, right? And so Paul, he was discussing the local church and its makeup in our text this morning to a group of believers about the temple of God. And God is concerned about the quality of that which we build his church. Amen. Verse 9, ye are God's building. There are trade-offs that you can make for the inexpensive, but not when it comes to the church. Amen. There are trade-offs that are not worthy for the off-brand in the church, for doctrine, for large crowds, uh, for popularity, money, whatever it may be, that this is God's church, and he wants it done right. Amen. Church doesn't belong to a pastor. It doesn't belong to a bishop, a youth pastor, a super saint, the largest giver in the church, but it's God's church, and he wants it done right this morning. He wants it uh, to be built with quality. With it being God's church, there are some requirements that we must follow to build it the way that we would like, the way that he would like it. Amen. Amen. In verse 9, I said it a few times that ye are God's building. But first, we find in our text this morning that we must build with the right foundation. And you find that in verses 10 and 11. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereupon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth. Thereupon, for other foundation can no man lay that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus Christ is the foundation of the church, and it must remain the foundation of the church this morning. Amen. Some things can have the certain elements uh, remain the same if you take them away, right? You can go to McDonald's this morning and ask them for a Big Mac and say, I want zero pickles on the burger. And when you get it, it's still a Big Mac, even though there's no pickles on it. Or you can say, I want some fries with no salt because you want fresh fries, not the ones that have been sitting there for about 20 minutes, right? But when you get it, it is still McDonald's fries, right? Well, can I tell you this morning that the church is no longer the church if you take Christ out of the foundation. Amen. He is the foundation, and no other can replace it. Amen. We get our word Christian, the root word Christ, right? Everything about the church is from Christ. If, it, if taken out, the church will fall to pieces. To, to mess with or, or mess with the foundation, to tamper with it, it would deteriorate. It would throw off the whole makeup of the church because that's what the church is centered after. Amen. 1 Corinthians 2, 1 through 2 says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God, for I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. Paul was saying, hey, I ain't coming to you with a cute story. I have a great testimony of what God's done for me, but let me tell you, about the power of the crucifixion. Let me tell you about what God did for me when he died for my sins. Amen. Romans 1 and 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power to God for everyone that believeth. Amen. Christ is our only for the spiritual building. All teaching must rely on Christ. Our foundation has to remain Christ. That if we, how many have heard that in the back of the book, we know who the winner is. 
Well, if we say that, we got to remember the start of the book, where it came from. If he's our omega in the ending, he's our alpha in the beginning. Amen. That everything starts with him, and it just continues to follow by the foundation of Jesus Christ this morning. Amen. Amen. My house must be built on the rock. I don't have time to build it on the sand and then have to rebuild it later because the storms came, right? But I am building it quality first that I must have the foundation built, and that's Jesus Christ. Amen. If you look in Matthew chapter 16, the Lord would be talking to his disciples, and he would ask them, uh, Who am I? He saith unto them in verse 15, He saith unto them, But whom say ye? That I am, as Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. And everybody goes crazy at the end of it. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The reason why the gates of hell won't prevail against the church is because it's got the foundation of Jesus Christ. Amen. It's got consistency. It's built on the rock. Amen. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are saved. Amen. Amen. We can look at this in the Old Testament in Psalms 118, verse 22. The stone which the builders refused has become the headstone of the corner. Or we can look in Isaiah 28 and 16. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. Amen. The church is built on the rock. This morning, amen. Amen. We can look in the New Testament in Matthew chapter uh, Matthew chapter 21, starting in verse 42. Jesus saith unto him, Did you never read the scriptures? The stone which the builders rejected, the same has become the head of the corner. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Or we can look where uh, they say it in Acts, be it known in 4 and 10, be it known unto you. And to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven, whereby among men, whereby... We must be saved. Amen. That's what makes the church solid because it's built on the rock. Amen. Amen. It's built on the rock. There is no other name under heaven whereby that we must be saved. Amen. And so the Corinthian church, they were, they were building up Paul. They were building up Peter. They were building up Apollos. And when they should have been building up Jesus Christ. Amen. When they should have been uh, planted on the rock with their right foundation. And this morning... The first one that we need to remember about the quality temple is that we got to have the right foundation. Amen. Second, we find that we build with the right materials. And we find that in verses 12 through 17. Now, if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort 
It is. If any man's work abide which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved. Yet so as by fire. Know ye that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple are ye are. And so this morning in verse 12, we see that there's gold, silver, and precious stones. They're all hard to find, right? But you look at wood and stubble. Those are easy to obtain. Every child of God is a builder. You are God's building. And and the Lord wants us to use the very best in construction whenever we're building our temple. And we need to build it with quality. Amen. That Not that we can have other Christians in the church judging us. The Bible says that the the judging will come from Jesus and that, Lord, I can't read my handwriting. And this is where we find, oh, in this scripture, Lord have mercy. In the scripture we find that I just read is where a lot of people will twist it and they'll, they'll talk about eternal security. But remember who that Paul is writing to. He's writing to a spirit filled church. He's writing to a a church that believed that had the foundation of Jesus Christ. And even though they were off track, they still had a foundation that was built on Jesus Christ. And so this morning, how do you build with the right materials? How do you build uh, the, the construction of the church? Well, when a pastor preaches solid biblical doctrine, he's building the right with the right materials. When a Sunday school teacher teaches the word consistently and fully, they're building with the right materials. When we help others by serving them in the Lord's name, we're building our temple with the right materials. And when a believing life is wholly submitted, holy, W-H-O-L-L-Y, submitted, and holy, H-O-L-Y, and worshipful, you are living a life with precious materials. You're building a temple of God with the right materials this morning. Amen? It's got to be built with quality. The first time on the rock, amen. And so a missionary said the work will never go deeper than we have gone ourselves. You can fool everybody in the world, but there's still one person that's going to try it by fire, amen. There's one person named Jesus Christ, and he's going he's gonna to try our works. He's going to try the building that we've built upon the foundation of Jesus Christ. And so you can find wood, hay, stubble in the backyard, but you're going to have to dig a little bit deeper to find the gold, the silver, jewels that they have to be dug out. Lazy people will have to answer for what wasn't dug out. Amen. Hey, I'm a lazy person. I'm going to have to answer one day for the things that I didn't dig out in the Word of God, for the things that I didn't dig out uh, whenever I should have been digging. Amen. And so we need to make sure that we are building on with the right materials, with the right foundation and the right materials. Uh, thirdly, we see that we must build according to the right plan. Verses 18 through 20. Let no man deceive himself. If any among you, man among you seemeth to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he may be wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, he hath taken the wise in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knoweth the thoughts of the wise that they are vain. And so the wisdom of this world doesn't translate to the church, amen, that that business principles, you can't run the church like you run in a business down the street, that there are different elements, that spiritual advice or spiritual techniques from the world 
They, they won't work in the church. But uh, the world, they push promotion. We talked to Brother Patterson, talked about it this morning in his lesson, that Haman, he was pushing promotion. He was pushing wealth. He was, he was pushing fame. That he, he thought that this is what the Lord wants me to do. Or maybe he did. Who knows? And, and so we realize that, hey, the world's techniques does not work in the church. Amen. Verse 19, for the wisdom of this world. Uh, for the wisdom of this world is foolish with God, for it is written, He taketh the wise in their own craftiness, for it is written. Well, we can look in Job chapter 5 and verse 13, and that's where it's written at. He said in Job 5 and 13, He taketh the wise in their own craftiness, and the counsel of the froward is carried headlong. Man's wisdom will only trap you, right? Church must be a, a, a viable atmosphere. It, it must, we must create an atmosphere which the Word of God is honored, where it's treasured and that we are submitted to. Amen. That we, we preached about it Friday night at youth service that the Bible is the ultimate decision of right and wrong. If you need your answer, you find it in the Bible. And that's where we find it, that whatever the Bible says, that's what I'm going to do. Amen. That it doesn't matter what, what everybody else is doing. It doesn't matter what's cool, what, what brings people here. But it matters what the Bible says. And we must build uh, the right materials, but also with the right plan. Amen. Verse 20, and again, the Lord knoweth the thoughts of the wise that they are vain. And so he said again, well, we look in Psalms 94 and 11, the Lord knoweth the thoughts of man that they are vain. And so you can see that Paul here, he's reverting back to that Old Testament because there are things that are applicable then that are also available for us here uh, today. Amen. That the thoughts of the church, though the church must be identified with the needs of the world, we must not imitate the world, that we got a plan right here and that we're going to follow it that is built on the rock, that is built with the right materials, is built with the right motives, and is built with quality with the right plan. Amen. Amen. We got to build our temple with quality this morning. And, and the fourth thing I want to tell you about, Lord, y'all love it whenever I preach. We get out of here early, get in the lines at the restaurants. Amen. Fourthly, we see that we got to have a right motive. And we see that in verses 21 through 23. Therefore, let no man glory in men, for all things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or things present or things to come. All are yours, and ye are Christ, and Christ is God. So what is our motive here this morning? What are we doing uh, when we come to church? Is it so that I can get up there and, and everybody can see me? Is it so I can show everybody how well I play a musical instrument so I can show everybody uh, that I can talk in front of? Whatever our motive here this morning so everybody can see my clothes. But we ought to come here with the motive that I'm here for the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Paul uh, he was having to alert the Corinthians that, hey, you've got your foundation on Jesus Christ, but let's get a few things back in line. Let's remember what the motive is that we're doing. That he was trying to tell them, I'm not a superstar. Apollos isn't a superstar. Cephas, he isn't a superstar. But let me tell you about the real superstar. And that's where everything is built from, the quality of the foundation that's built on the house 
in the name of the Lord. Amen. First Corinthians 3 and 6. I have planted, Paul have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. Having the right view of Christ most certainly will bring our motive back into the right place. Taking our eyes off him is when we lose it, right? Amen. It doesn't belong. This church doesn't belong. We do take ownership of the church. This is my church. But we also remember that this church doesn't belong to anybody. That 1 Corinthians 3 and 6, that Joe Patterson has planted, Philip Harrelson has watered, but God is the one who ultimately gave the increase. Amen. God, he gives us everything. It doesn't matter what kind of cool program we're running. It's still the increase that's coming from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. 1 Corinthians 6 and 17 says, But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Join the possessor of the church. Join the possessor of the foundation. And everything quality runs right after that. Amen. Amen. At the end of verse 22, we see that it says, uh, all are yours. All are yours is Christian liberty. And then we look in verse 23, and ye are Christ, and Christ is God's. Ye are Christ is Christian's responsibility. And both are needed in an equal balance. That there is a responsibility that I have this morning to be built with quality, that, that my foundation first, that I got to have that quality of Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone, the, the stone that the builders rejected, that that's what I'm building everything on, and then it goes to the walls, then it goes to the roof, and everything after that, the materials matter, the motive matters, and everything else on quality goes in after that. The temple ought to have a, a, a sense of quality about it. This morning, amen, if the musicians would come, whenever I first, and you may be, you can stand with me, uh, whenever I first got this new job, I've had to learn everything uh, that that I was, I, I'd worked at FedEx for five and a half years, I knew how to do everything with my eyes closed, and so then I go to a complete different operating system, try to figure out the food distribution and all that, Brother Shane can tell you about that this morning. Uh, as well, and we get these 18-wheeler trucks. They're full of, of meat. They're full of paper products. They're full of all kind of stuff from canned goods. Anything that you order at a restaurant, it's there. And whenever I went to Albuquerque, this man, uh, he was the nicest guy ever. He invited me to go to church, but it wasn't a Pentecostal church, so I didn't go with him. Uh, but So I went to that UPCI church there. Uh, but the thing about it is every word he said just about was quality this, quality that. And I was like, my goodness, why is this guy talking so much about quality? And he would talk about these pallets that they have to be, that it has to be a quality pallet. And so you look at a, there's a thing called a chip pallet. It's blue and it's heavy as mess. And so when you try to lift it up, your back just about falls apart. Uh, but it's, it's built is so strong. It's got two runners down the uh, right and left side. It's got three that goes down the middle. And if you don't get a quality pallet, if you don't get something that's going to last, when you put all these canned goods and you've got 10 stacks high of canned goods, it's gonna, and you put it in the shelf, it's just all going to fall through, right? And so this morning, if we're not built with quality, 
our foundation of Jesus Christ, if our palate's not holding us upright, we're just going to fall through on the shelf and it's going to be a million pieces. I knocked over some barbecue sauce two Fridays ago and had to pay out of my budget for a capstone $300 to pay for some barbecue sauce because I wasn't paying attention, right? Our, our quality matters whenever we're building our church, whenever we're building the temple of God inside of us, that God, I want to be the person that you've called me to be. I want to be the temple of God that you've called me to be here this morning so that I can show people how great you are. I can show Christ crucified. I'm not the great story of what you've done for me. You've done a lot, but Lord, I just want to tell them about your greatness, how you died on a cross. Three days later, you rose from the grave. Amen. This morning, these altars are open Lord we thank you Jesus for what you've given us God we thank you Lord Lord for giving us a, a template to live by God Lord to be the Christian that you've called us to be Lord and we pray that you would help us this morning to be built with quality Lord that I go to the rock whatever materials of my God, salvation, we are, Lord, go 